0: Smart Sustainability in Action podcast. Stories about people making a difference in waste, energy, water, transport and greenhouse emissions.
1: Hi, I'm Bill McDonald, and welcome to the Sustainability in Action podcast. Now, given our reliance on using technology to work from home during COVID-19 isolation, this episode, it's a pretty timely one. Tony Sharp is the founder of e-waste specialist and social enterprise Substation 33. Now e-waste, it's one of those things that tends to accumulate around our business or home, gathering a bit of dust in a cupboard. And I know me personally, I find it pretty hard to throw out all that sort of stuff because I cling to this hope that one day it might just come in handy. And you know what? It seems it does. That's where Substation 33 comes to the rescue located in the greater brisbane suburb of kingston substation 33 not only liberates businesses and households of their e-waste but it repurposes it into useful new products for commercial social and educational purposes tony joins me now to talk about substation 33's environment and sustainability initiatives and how they're making a difference tony thanks for chatting with us Uh, firstly why is it important for us to be really mindful or where our e-waste goes?
0: Uh, Well, Bill, I think the trouble with in Australia is that e-waste is the fastest-growing waste stream to landfill. Um, Probably an unknown fact is that Australia, depending on which uh, stat you look at, is the highest consumer of electronic waste in the world. Um, We outrank any other country. um, And we really don't have a very good recycling process for that. Uh, Eight years ago, we started substation 33. Looking at that as a statistic, but also uh, large um, unemployment figures in Logan and really in Southeast Queensland, um, and how could we turn? Where could we mix those two together and get
1: something out at the other end? So that was for your you first. Got the idea for Substation Thirty Three. Looking at those things.
0: Yeah, looking at those two at those two factors. So, but I suppose that we we change every day. You know, some days we're really focused on electronic waste, but but most and every day we we're focused definitely on social outcomes. Um, so changing people's behaviours and ways
1: and getting them employment ready. Was that the main goal then when you started to set up the, the enterprise?
0: So, yeah, my goal is really around the social outcomes. Um, I'm not a, not a mad king, you know, like tree-hugging sort of an individual, but I, I definitely, I think, I think we're all responsible for the waste that we consume. Um, and, but I'm really, I suppose, after eight years in the journey... I'm I'm really against this um, consumerism that we've got going on and, you know, remanufacturing or making better things that were broken is really where we're trying to focus substation's efforts at the moment in alignment with
1: social outcomes. It's a staggering stat when you mention, as you did at the beginning, the size of the country we've got for the amount of waste we churn out.
0: Yeah, so I suppose we're not even touching the back of the camel's back, the pimple on the camel's back. Or whatever that terminology is when it comes to e-waste at substation, but you know, last year we processed 200,000 kilograms of electronic waste, um, with 3% to landfill, so a 97% recovery rate. Um, that uh, that e-waste provided opportunities for 600 people to volunteer here in this business, um, 80,000 hours of voluntary, you know, comes from those from those 600 people. And what's not known is, uh, by many, is that um, our transition to employment internal mechanism that we've got going on here um saw 100 people migrate to mainstream employment beyond substation in 12 months
1: that's fantastic um can you tell us a bit about where you source your e-waste and the process you go through here once you get it into the factory
0: yep so can be sourced through a fleet of bins we've got sitting around greater brisbane Um, we've also got uh, trucks on the road every day um, and the business is always open for people to drop electronic waste off. So, I, you know, today there's probably been thirty deliveries here. Those deliveries can range from a from a dryer down to somebody dropping off one tiny cable. that they thought that they were doing their bit for the economy, I suppose, or for the environment, through dropping off that one cable, that, that's fine. Whatever, whatever, whatever. What is what, meaningful for that person?
1: What has COVID meant for the business here and the enterprise?
0: Um, our main focus with it was to make sure the business stayed alive and stayed doors open you know that's that's the key because we're eight years into a journey here we wanted to be here for another 20 years um, plus 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 um, with the doors closed we can't do our business so we had to keep the doors open um, a, a, you know a, sub, a substantial number of our people who work for the doll people um, that project was completely canned by the federal government understandably um, we've had to abide by all of the, you know, the new way of doing business, the social distancing and the numbers in rooms and all the hand-washing stuff that we've got going on. Um, but I think the biggest pivot for us was was this un, unknown, completely unknown to me. I mean, I probably, I'm sort of bidding myself a bit about it because I should have probably known. You know, I live and work in Logan um, and I don't care whether I was living and working in Logan or in Ogra or anywhere in, in Greater Brisbane. The fact of the matter is that there's significant numbers of people or family homes that have no tech in their homes. They have a smartphone. So, you know, you can't do your schoolwork from a smartphone. And I suppose we lost, I lost, I lost our way um, a little bit because originally when we started Substation, we were selling computers back into family homes and we wanted toddlers to be using a keyboard because, you know, like, um, you know, nearly 60 computers came to my life 40 years ago I make mistakes I'm still a two-finger typer, and quite proud of it but I made a lot of mistakes but I made all of those mistakes on my family computer in home where I could make mistakes with nobody judging me if you don't have a family if you don't have a computer in your family home how can you make mistakes because you can't make mistakes at school because everybody's gonna laugh at you so and we've we've worked out that there's this big digital you know um, new fashion words digital divide the digital divide is that some families have 20 devices in their home, some families have no devices in the home. So we've been able to, you know, move the business to where we're now refurbishing computers, um, cobbling together what we would, you know, what other people class as scrap. So I'm talking about computers that are three and five years old, nothing wrong with them. I'm talking about screens that are 24-inch screens that have nothing wrong with them. I'm talking about brand new keyboards and mice putting that together as a package and giving and getting it out to family homes for a hundred dollars. So that's affordable for people to to get them into the family home. They a Wi Fi card on them, they can jump onto their phone hotspot or they can jump onto Wi Fi and and get I just want little people we just want little people being able to do that. So because of COVID and because of schools closing down, homework had
1: to be done at home. No one will do the homework at home. How many families do you think you've helped out with that?
0: Um, So we've got nearly 300, nearly 400 units out now um, in five weeks. So that's 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 a mission in itself. Turning a business from e-waste recycling to, you know, getting these systems up and operational. And you know, wasn't our 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 normal logistics channels is inward, (laughs) and now now our inward logistics channel, which um, changes what you've got to do
1: quickly. Well, speaking about. The Inward Channel, a lot of people do see electronic waste as, oh, it's a bit too hard, um, too hard basket. What do you do to change hearts and minds out there um, for people that just seem to live in this throwaway society? Gee, big question. (laughs) How do you change people's
0: um, behaviours? That's an eight-week project, um, and you've got to be passionate about it. So our biggest successes at Substation, we believe, are from community members owning a suburb are owning their, you know, their area or their unit block or their school or their business. And that's the biggest, so we call them our champions. So the champions might, you know, sit in one of the towers at Riverside Center. And they're the ones that are constantly, they're the noisy wheels, they're the ones that are constantly squeaking about electronic waste. And that's, the, that's where we have best success because then it's a conversation piece at morning tea, around the water cooler. That's the best piece of information. I can, we can push as much data as we want at people, but uh, you know, you're a media, doesn't matter what you push at people unless they want to consume it, it's just a waste of time. So our best, our best people are champions.
1: Excellent. Thank you for talking with us. Congratulations on the enterprise. That's Tony Sharp, the founder of e-waste specialist and social enterprise, Substation 33. Now, if you live in on Brisbane's south side, you can leave your e-waste at their drop-off point, which is at Kingston. And if you live in or around Logan City area, they can arrange pickup as well. And for details on that, just visit them online at substation33.com.au. I'm Bill McDonald.
0: Another sustainability story from City Smart. Subscribe to the Sustainability in Action Podcast at citysmart.com.au forward
1: slash podcast.